In what year was the U.S. Social Security Act signed into law? In what oh, year? What year? And, uh, well, you think that over. I might as well talk about the Patreon. Um, <laughs> if you guys want to support us on the Patreon, go to patreon.com slash carscast. It's a great place to go if you want to toss us a couple bucks if you're a consistent listener of the pod and you want some extra, extra content. Head on over to patreon.com slash carscast and Jeff What's the answer? Okay, so here's my thought process. <laughs> uh, working conditions for people in the 1800s for the entire duration, like even you know, the start of the Industrial Revolution, terrible. We're talking like mm-hmm. uh, I'm blanking on the book, but yeah. it's about like the meat packing in I think Chicago. Yeah, I would have sounded smart if I could throw this you... off. Like <laughs> I, I'm blanking on both the title and the author. Like if you gave me a list of 100 books and authors i would be able to be able to select the one yeah yeah but off the top of my head it's not it's not coming is it the the jungle by some like like upton no wait thing i was asking for the year the the yeah i know no no, no. i i I made up my own trivia question (laughs) i was like you can be right on that yeah i i (laughs) I got past your trivia question and just gave my own. Um, who was this book I'm thinking of written by and what was the title? I was like, they do have the uh, answer here. Yeah, I'm going to say 1921. Ooh, it is 1935, actually. Uh, but... I knew it was in that, like, kind of between the two wars period. Yeah. Because that's when they Close. started, you know, in America, they started being like, workers. Yeah. Maybe we shouldn't kill them all. Right, right. Um, speaking of America kind of doing that exact thing right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, a whole ass, like, new era of the pandemic has happened since the last time we recorded this podcast. <laughs> yeah. It is kind of crazy how much has happened since the last time we recorded. Yeah, it was um, nice because I got to, like, come visit, you know, Chicago and hang out with you yeah. for a week. Um, and it was like right at the beginning stages of the omicron i'm saying it mm-hmm. like the scientists yeah <laughs> uh the omicron wave so it was before it was when we knew it was gonna like happen but before there was any like real tangible effects of it yeah in america yeah. and then since then it's just been like it's really popped off yeah i mean i think this is one of the few times where it might be safer to be in florida during the pandemic than it is Dude, to it's be never Chicago. safer to be in florida no one wears masks here Oh, well, I guess never mind. I haven't actually looked at the Florida cases. Is it really? It's, yeah, it's bad. Like, it's the thing, pretty right, bad is here. That, <laughs> it, well, the thing about Florida, right, is that because no one takes any precautions at all, Florida mm-hmm. pre Omicron had the worst, um, like, wave in the, the entire yeah. history of the pandemic in the U.S. Mm-hmm. right before that with Delta. Yeah. Um, and then at that point, so many people had gotten it that I think, you know, a lot of people had extra immunity. So then for a while, mm-hmm. we had no cases, essentially. Yeah. Because everyone already had it. Yeah. That's um, true. But yeah, if I if I just go into the old Google and look at the, the chart for Florida, cases, yeah. it's terrible. It's oh. yeah, we're, we're doing like close to 60,000 cases a day. What? Oh, my God. Yeah, the what? chart doesn't look like if you if you look at that chart at the end there. Yeah, that's that's not that that part at the end. That's not a good this, thing. It's a big at. big spike right now. Yeah. Yeah, because I had tickets to a to a hockey game. I'm not I'm not going to that. No, no. Yeah, because it's Damn. just gonna be nineteen thousand people all not wearing masks. Right. In a, in a indoor environment. In indoor, so yeah. Like, I don't think I'm gonna. I'm curious. Do you think? Because I know people's answers to this has kind of like changed over time. Like, do you, how likely do you think you're you are to get the virus at this point? Like, do you think you're um, gonna get it or over what time period? I don't know, honestly. And I could be wrong here. This is coming from our friend Nick, who is not a reliable source. No offense, <laughs> <to> Nick. <laughs> but I think he said he read somewhere that 
someone or some it might be the CDC predicts that like uh what is it like 50 percent of the country will get it in the next three weeks or some something crazy like that it's it's something um, really high i don't yeah have the exact number but um i mean i i have the you know the booster yeah, the, the boosty woosty yeah but <laughs> so, and the thing is of course the misconception with boosters i don't know why we're turning into like a medical podcast no now. well it's just uh, i was like i don't even I just, need to look up news yeah, it, for this it's week like yeah the the you know the booster the the point of the the you know vaccine is primarily so that you don't die if you get it yeah and then yeah. it gives you a pretty good chance of not getting it but it's mainly right. that so i feel pretty good about my chances on that about but i think dying. there's a pretty decent chance that i will get it at some point in the next yeah. you know, few months yeah me too that's it's kind of weird to think about i i kind of like i'm just i'm really not looking forward to getting it when i inevitably get it <laughs> Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, you just got to hope it's like the vaccine's yeah. doing its thing. I am taking precautions, though. I think here's here's what, how I'm going about this for now. I'm kind of like going to hunker down for these three weeks, like yeah. the holiday surge, uh, just because I'm like, there's like people are definitely going to be getting it right now. Yeah. Oh, Honestly, right now. <laughs> that's a I mean, that is a very good plan, because especially with the rate of transmission, eventually, you know, the virus is going to run out of yeah people to infect because the people getting infected are generally the ones who are the highest risk for getting it you know whether yeah. it's like what their occupation is or like their lifestyle yeah so yeah if you just kind of hunker down the wave should probably last another two to three weeks and then it should start yep. going down I'm that is just my opinion based prediction. on yeah. empirical evidence and my lack of expertise but mm -hmm. it's gonna be know, a tough that's, january that's a, yeah. yeah, we're just two. We're just two people just kind of hanging out, giving our yeah. own opinions on the pandemic. You get a sure microphone and you start talking medical advice. You know, that's, yeah. that's like this. Turn this into is Joe the Rogan. Daily. Yeah, this is. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then they have that big like uh, like string section, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, relating this to the movies, I I'm like I don't really feel comfortable to be honest going to the theater quite yet. I, I think yeah, right I feel that. right now, especially in just Chicago, it's like twenty. It's a twenty three percent like positivity rate. I'm yeah. like, I just you know, I don't want to be in a room with other, especially to see like I'm like I'm not gonna see Spider Man in theaters. I hope everyone right. knows that. I'm just not gonna see that movie because I don't want to see it that bad. <laughs> if you are gonna go to a theater, don't go to the Logan theater. No, no, yeah, because <laughs> like with your new TV provided by Sony. It's probably you have a better experience screens. just in your yeah, yeah it's about the same size screen <laughs> <laughs> um, no, they don't have oled yeah yeah exactly we How can talk openly i ah, dude off the record it's such a great tv it's like it's obviously off the it's, record off well we're on the record <laughs> this is this is online now but you just, on, you just beep that whole thing yeah. <laughs> off the record and there's just a like a sign yeah. wave for not an seconds. ad i'll say that like not yeah. part of the ad here this this tv has been like the best thing yeah it's i was so jealous nice. of that tv <laughs> yeah most of my friends are i'm not gonna lie i yeah. <laughs> i didn't know what to do with my um my old one because i was just like i guess now i have to like and i just bought that one like kind of less than a year ago at costco and it's like a decent tv but yeah i just ended up selling it um so I made even more money off this, yeah. this sponsorship. <laughs> like, wow, it really just kind of kept. But now I'm regretting it because I'm like, I could have used that TV for something. I feel like, yeah, it's fine. Um, yeah. What else has happened? How was your holiday? The holidays happened. Yeah, we have holidays... so much stuff to talk about because we I haven't seen yeah. in like a month. Holidays are were fine. I mean, I I assume this isn't an issue you really had because I feel like your parents, um you've you've just been with your parents but it's like it's hard to like come from chicago to a different city and like hope that everyone's safe i was like yeah. i had i had mixed feelings over the holidays uh i know it's like complicated for a lot of people but i'm just like should we be getting together and we ended up getting together thank god no one was we no positive cases came out of the gathering yeah but um i was just on edge i think but it was... yeah i was in uh los angeles because so my because my sister was right, there yeah. so yeah so yeah we like flew there but we all took tests beforehand and yeah like, you know 
uh, airplanes still science again we're getting back into the whole pandemic science yeah yeah, yeah. brought to you by the cars <laughs> cast but airplanes are still fairly safe because they circulate yeah. really well yeah that's the that's the thing well the thing is like i i feel safe on the airplanes but not yeah, but the, the airport ports yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like because you just walk around with tons of people with their mask like this yeah exactly yeah and, and then whenever they're on the phone and... they pull the mask out and they take the phone yep. call i'm like what is happening here? And the flight attendant comes and they're like, you want anything and they're like yeah can i get a water yeah and i'm like okay <laughs> thanks like i would jump out the plane if i was a flight attendant yeah <laughs> i would just pull that emergency <laughs> latch and just hop right out parachute on you i saw yeah. i don't know if you saw the tweet i've been off twitter but people have been showing me the tweet like three separate mm-hmm. people have shown me this tweet of the the person taking a picture of someone texting on their phone on the plane and you yeah. zoom in on the text and it's like yeah we tested positive so we're leaving today yeah and i, I was like wow i think that has to be like a hoax picture it i mean as much as i want to believe that i i also believe there's a lot of Americans oh, I believe people do who... that. That's the thing, is that even if that picture is not legitimate, like, definitely people do definitely that. Definitely people just people lying. People would rather leave. put other people at risk than slowly inconvenience themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Man. That's why I'm just, like, hungering down, not leaving the... Yep. We were supposed to... Our friends were supposed to go to Palm Springs for New Year's, and uh, that's that didn't happen. We were just... I think I'm just scared of O'Hare, to be honest. O'Hare is a Petri dish of a yep. place I anyway um do you like well, midway better than o'hare you know i've only been to midway once and it's like such yeah. a it is chill it's a chill airport i can't really speak much on its like quality as an airport yeah. but uh i mean it's, what, it's the southwest hub so it's an airport yeah. that pretty much only services southwest do you use midway pretty consistently like what's... um not recently but i remember my favorite thing was once I overslept when I was supposed to leave for my flight. Yeah. I got to Midway. I literally got into the airport after my flight had started boarding, and I still made it onto the plane. Oh, my God. Like, that's wow. how fast Midway is because it's such a small airport compared yeah. to the air. That's what great. I do. I was yeah. I literally, yeah. I, within like 12 minutes from entering the airport, I was at the plane. That's amazing. Yeah, because it takes, like, you know, an hour just to, like, maneuver through O'Hare to get to yep. your your gate what about the underground bunker that has like the neon lights that on is the top? that's the that best part cool. about o'hare yeah yeah i forget which airport i was at i think it might have been like atlanta mm-hmm. there yes. was this like weird like similar to that but theirs was jungle themed and they just were projecting like jungle noises and had trees everywhere <laughs> the rainforest airport yeah <laughs> they got a rainforest <laughs> cafe and that's really <laughs> That's really good. They got like birds flying around. I know that is yep. a thing actually at in O'Hare. airports, like, yeah. Bird or airports in general. Yeah. Yeah. Um anyway, enough airport. What a great talk. intro segment. Yeah. I was gonna well so, actually I had a question, but it's actually one of our Q and A questions for today, so okay. I'll leave it for them. Yeah. So um, last thing before we get into the movie. Say are you releasing Karsten Runquist NFTs? You ask this. You ask this every week, and the everyone's been asking. Is, the pressure's been building. See, you asked this on the last episode, and I know because I had to edit it, and I went through it, and I was like, "Fucking Jeff asked if we wanted to make Carscast NFTs," and now you're asking me if I just want to make solo Carsten yeah, NFTs. Solo, and the answer is no. I have no. I mean, I'm still. I'm again not to beat a dead horse, but I'm off Twitter. I but I I get a lot of what's going on over there through just the YouTube videos I watch and apparently NFTs are the talk of the town. Yet again, the, the best thing on Twitter was that Richard Karn, the guy who used to host Family Feud and was on Home Improvement, yeah. released a tweet of a picture of him like smiling and it's like about an NFT drop for Richard Karn. <laughs> Richard Karn NFTs. Everybody's getting in on it. But um, then he got so much pushback that there's another picture of him where he's like. Uh, I've decided not to release Richard Card's <laughs> NFTs at this time. <laughs> Notes app apology. That's so, that's really funny. That's the thing. It's like, they're not, it's not, that's what's so dumb, but I, I realize so accessible about them is like, it's not like actual manufacturing goes into these things. You just right. like, you just, it's like oh, you I'm going to do it. Website. Yeah. Oh, I'm not going to do it. 
um no i wouldn't what would my nft be like my my logo or my it, it would be long toast your, as yeah a, oh long toast as an nft dude yeah. someone would buy that for at least 300 dollars. i'll sell stills of long toast it's probably like i it's not Sign that stills, many yeah. frames total yeah yeah I'm not going to do that for the record. Are you? Do you have any NFT plans, Jeff? Your basketball profile <laughs> no, picture? That would be... My basketball profile That would picture. really <laughs> pop off. That looks like yeah, an I NFT. Could, I, <laughs> I bet you someone would make... Or they would pay me $2.75 for that. Yeah. And it yeah. would be my mom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, mom, I had I a, some NFTs. I found another Borislo in my notifications the other day. Someone liked us on soundcloud and it was a last name borislo but i don't remember it was like it started with an e do you have any e family members or i i may or maybe it's just a i don't necessarily want to dox them no yeah yeah yeah. let's not let's not do that um <laughs> speaking of um the world i guess i don't know um speaking of the, that's, that might have been our yeah. worst segue we've ever done <laughs> we that was fully my i was my, taking myself. credit for it too I, yeah i appreciate that we failed together karsten yeah um today it's we're talking about podcast don't look up a uh it's the genre is under comedy disaster um i, I mean forget. that actually that's very apt <laughs> 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 comedy disaster <laughs> um <laughs> the it's the latest from adam mckay um and the it stars uh leonardo dicaprio jennifer lawrence kate blanchett meryl streep timothy chalamet ariana grande like so many people um and the synopsis reads two low-level astronomers must go on a giant media tour to warn mankind of an approaching comet that will destroy planet earth um yeah it's yeah it's been the i mean i it's been hot the hot gossip recently it has been um, and people really like talking about this movie very it's very divisive Oh, very divisive. Yeah, that that's the thing. It's like I feel like his last movie, Adam McKay. Uh, that's not the name of the last movie, but Adam McKay's last movie, Vice, was pretty widely hated. Like, not a lot of people liked it, even though it got like a Best Picture nominee. Um, I mm-hmm. I personally had a good time with it, but don't look up. There's some people that really enjoy this movie, and some people that think it's like the worst thing that's happened in years to movies. Uh, yeah, and Jeff and I, I did see your letterbox review. I think we are both actually on the same exact page. Oh yeah, where we don't we don't think it's a good movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you, Jeff, I'm I'm actually very curious to hear about because it's just like I feel like you you know a lot about comedy and are a little bit more in tune with comedy filmmaking than I am, and and I want to know your perspective on. It's giving me a lot of credit. Yeah, so I appreciate that. <laughs> I'm like, uh, how this works as a comedy? If it's even funny, yeah. If it's so, like, that's what is it doing? My biggest issue, and this is a very specific to Adam McKay, is that you know I think you can um, put Adam McKay's career into two categories, where he does the the very you know the Will Ferrell movies, yeah, and then Adam McKay more like serious films, uh huh, like yep. like Vice and the Big Short, which are these yep. you know. Uh, historical like biographical films yeah. that he kind of puts his spin on mm-hmm. um where he does you know those like the freeze frames and like the little like text it like mm-hmm. in the picture yeah the whole adam mckay thing um i don't think it works at all when you try to blend the two because that's yeah. what he's doing here he's making this like film that is a farce mm-hmm. um but he's still trying to make it hit these tones that he hits on his, you know, biographical films. Yep. And it doesn't work when the things that you're like putting these little, like, you know, boxes of like, like freeze frame and like point something out. It doesn't work when you're the one who made up the thing that you're freeze framing. Yeah. For, for vice, it would be like, this actually happened. You know, it's like, haha, this actually happened. Right. And and it makes it works because you're like, wow, that's crazy that this is like a biographical film and that thing actually happened. But it's yeah. like it doesn't work 
when the film is entirely something you wrote that makes no sense because it's stupid and it's people that act in a way that no one would ever act. Yeah. Yeah. This film it's... kind of infuriates me. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like no one likes being yelled at or talked down to. And yeah. this film feels incredibly like I'm being talked down to or being yes. or being told it's my fault or that I was out of touch or I'm not doing enough right. and that it's trying to be funny in the process. I'm like, you're not this like some of it's kind of funny in in the way it like pokes fun at more like authoritative figures in the film. I'm like because I'm like so detached from that. I'm like that's funny like politicians. But in general, I'm like it feels like I'm I did something wrong when I'm like you, no one here is in the right. Um Yeah. And I the, think that's the root of my issues with this film. Yeah. I, the thing was that this film is so dumb that it makes me feel like adam mckay thinks i'm really dumb yeah yeah it, it felt like you know how they have you know children shows like thomas the tank engine or something where they have this episode of trains talking to each other and there's some very obvious moral of the story that they're like trying to get you to like understand where it's yeah. like teamwork is great that's yep. what this film felt like you know to me where it felt like it was giving me these really basic concepts and like mm -hmm. trying to spoon feed it to you. Like you're stupid as shit. Like you yeah. do not understand this. So we're going to give you the most obvious thing and pound it into your head for two and a half hours for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing is like his last two movies, I feel had some sort of purpose in that vice. In my opinion, I'm not someone who grew up in the Bush era. I'm, I'm mm -hmm. kind of out of touch with Dick Cheney. And what specifically he did. I know he accidentally shot some guy, but I'm really, like, not right. in tune. So, like, I, I saw that film as, like, kind of... I mean, I realize it's it's a very biased take, but I'm like, this is, I'm, this is interesting to me. Because I'm, like, kind of... Learning is a stretch, but I'm like, I'm, I am learning a little bit about Dick Cheney here. And, like, yeah. even if it's an incredibly biased take, I'm, it's interesting to me and the big short is like that's why i think the big short was so widely um praised is because that was an even more like complicated or like hard yeah. topic to wrap your head around and he did it in a really accessible way that drove home the idea of like this is when the world was like getting destroyed and yeah. vice was another example of like this is what was happening during the bush era and now this is like we all know what's going on. <laughs> right. We all are so aware of what's happening outside. You don't need to do your Adam McKay. Th and, he, and he doesn't really. He doesn't do those like stop and explain moments that he does. Yeah, in the it, it only does it like, like once. But I mean, yeah. the, the tone, I meant more of like the tone of it is like the Exactly. Same. Yeah. It, and that's, but it just, it's so irritating. Because I'm like, yeah. what am I actually, and I talked about this in my Letterboxd review. I'm like, what is actually being gained from watching this like what is the benefit of this film existing right. i don't understand who it's for yeah yeah because, because you're not going to convince the people that don't want to do anything about climate change right and obviously and also it's like the stupidest allegory ever because climate change is like this you know because like you get the thing where it's like oh there's this impending thing and there's like a inflection point where it becomes something you can't do anything about any longer but it's just uh, the film is it doesn't if you didn't know it was about climate change a lot of people probably don't understand it's about climate change because it's just yeah. not a very you know what i mean yeah it's just and and the thing is if you didn't know that's what it's about it just comes off as an incredibly stupid film yeah because yeah. no well, one that's... acts in the way i think using a comet is stupid because <laughs> no one acts like every character in this film does not act as if someone would act in my brain is breaking talking about this film no i i know uh, i'm with but you here <laughs> with a comet that's people wouldn't be like no that's not happening like that's just not even what yeah. happened just from the, the get-go i know that's yeah. supposed to be this this farcical like allegory thing mm -hmm. uh but yeah that's just so unreasonable from the get-go of how anyone would react to the situation yeah yeah and i, I get I that's agree. like the point but at the same time it also makes the whole film not kind work of at all for me yeah um i i do want to go back to like the whole like who is this for thing because i'm yes. like if this is if because okay 
if this is for people who are on Adam McKay's side here, which is like in general, it's very it's a very like left leaning film. It's very like just liberal Democrat movie. Yeah. Uh, that and it's then it's like what is there to gain? It's like watching SNL and seeing them do like like Kate McKinnon dressed up as Fauci. It's like oh haha, that's that's Anthony Fauci. It's like yeah. it's there's nothing that you're getting out of it other than just like some sort of like satisfaction in seeing like an accurate portrayal of the world but i'm like that's clearly there that's what i'm saying is like there's nothing really to gain from that and if this is for the opposite side if this is for people who are denying climate change it's like the movie is so petty and like angry at you that it's like they're never gonna watch this movie or even give it a chance it's like the people that would benefit from this film would never come close to it just because it's such an angry lacking angry movie lacking any sort of compassion yeah it Um, it reminds me of the twitter accounts where it's people who are super left-leaning and all they do is just make like dumb jokes about like conservatives but they don't actually do anything where it's like Mm -hmm. that's just for people who like want to hear someone who agrees with them make jokes about things that they agree with rather than actually doing anything productive Mm-hmm. You know, there's like, I remember there's this Twitter account called like Brooklyn Defiant Dad or something. It's this guy who somehow has like a million followers, and all he does is just like tweet vaguely like liberal mm-hmm. points. Yeah, and everyone's like, I agree. <laughs> I know. Like, I yeah, <laughs> it's like there's so little being like, I don't know. There, there's nothing to gain from any of that, and yeah. that's kind of what this film reads as to me. And and I do want to say that. To give the film a little bit of uh, defense or whatever, um, I I was entertained. I I thought it was like kind of interesting in the moment, and I think we might disagree there. I think I liked it a little bit more than you because of that. I was like, Jonah Hill's good. Um, <laughs> actually, I yeah. actually don't, didn't really know where else to go, um, yeah. but. I was like, when the movie ended, I was like, okay, that was like watchable. That was interesting. It was kind of fun. But yeah. literally, I think it, it took maybe like 10 or 15 minutes until I was like, you know what? No. <laughs> yeah. There was nothing in that movie. Um, well, and I think actually it, it kind of epitomizes what we're talking about, where like it's not going to change anyone's mind. I don't mm-hmm. think that a single character in this film had any kind of perceivable growth. Everyone started in one place That's... and they ended in that exact same place. Yeah. 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 And honestly, it's... Yeah. <laughs> That's a great point, actually. The actual characters in this movie, if anything, just kind of like... They show like the worst sides of them. Yeah. And well, they that's... just kind of like and I... deteriorate and... And at a certain point, it's hard for me to decipher how much of that is the point of the film. Mm-hmm. Where people just are who they are. Uh, yeah. But the thing is, everyone's these caricatures of mm-hmm. a type of person and then they just play out those caricatures for the two and a half hours yeah and i think there's you know you could say some positive things about that but for me it mm-hmm. just creates a weird film experience yeah yeah like i think that maybe the intent was there and and this film came across as intended but for me it just is weird and yeah it annoyed me i yeah i just think people and the, mostly the cast of the film like leo had this video the other day that he posted promoting it and was like this is just such I'm getting a call um <laughs> it, he was It'd like cool if you was... took the call though podcast. <laughs> it was adam mckay he was he knew what we were <laughs> doing um i uh i should have taken the call you're right if you should have been like nick he'll be like don't look behind you yeah <laughs> don't look up <laughs> um <laughs> watch your back leo was like uh, this is such an important film for our time we're living in right now. And I was like, it's only important for people that want to say it's important. Like, it's yeah. not... <laughs> no one... How is this movie important? I'm begging you to tell me. Because yeah. literally, this this film is not making any progress other than just saying what's happening. Not yeah. actually saying anything we can do about it. Um, yeah, because the things to do about it aren't things that any of us can do. Mm-hmm. Unless you... If anything... Yeah, it, it, it's all like corporations and countries and policies. Yeah, 
it just like, there's nothing i can do if i if you know what if i could kill myself and it would save the planet i would do it but i can't yeah. do that that's not gonna work it's like a big pat on the back too there's like this stupid moment at the end of the movie where they're like um i'm glad we we tried as hard as we could or something i forget what she yeah. said she's like we tried our best and i'm like oh what a pat on the back for for just saying what's happened i'm like <laughs> you're jennifer lawrence <laughs> yeah it's like um, did you try your best i saw you driving a car during the movie <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's like ah i don't know i'm like what is what are we walking away with here other than just like a pessimistic like you know you could you could even make a movie about this and people still won't listen and i'm like yeah. well maybe it's because your movie is like yelling at us <laughs> it's yeah. like and not us but I yeah. think that I could forgive a lot of my problems with this film if you, when you strip away the, you know, the meaning behind the film, it on itself could stand as like a fun disaster movie. Mm -hmm. And it does not at all. It literally yeah. the entire time feels like it's just preaching to you. Exactly. Yeah. Because there are disaster movies out there that are like super simple and like yeah. they're just like the world is ending and this is yeah, what Yeah, like the happen. day after tomorrow, classic disaster movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just Jake Gyllenhaal and Dennis Quaid right. like running around. It's in, literally like, a better example world. to be honest, yeah. Um cuz cuz it's know. actually about experiencing the disaster where this the movie, you know, doesn't it's just it's just all about like waiting. It's like yeah. waiting for Godot, but Godot is the asteroid and then or a comet and yeah. That's as far as I got with that yeah. metaphor. Um, so yeah, that's um, I'm glad we're on the same page here. I, yeah, I the thing is, I wanted to like it because I actually I really mm -hmm. liked The Big Short and I liked Vice. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, right. another like serious Adam McKay movie, and then I it started, and I'm like, mm, this doesn't feel as I no, know. yeah, it's it's just it kind of like runs its thing into the ground. Yeah, um, and it's two, why is it two and a half hours? It's long? two and a half hours long for no reason. <laughs> um, could have been an email, especially for email. like a yeah. It's just like a one note film. This could yeah. have been like ninety five minutes. Yeah, I now I I will say I'm gonna touch on this. I got an interesting mm -hmm. DM from someone who read my letterbox review, and he was from Norway, uh, and he was kind of saying how he was like. This, I, I just disagree with what you said because I, I had no idea this was kind of like what Americans were were like or like how this was, how yeah. the American government acted and stuff. And it was just like really entertaining and kind of tragic to watch it unfold in the movie. And I was like, this is a good example. That I feel like a, that's a good if point there's anyone me. that's going to benefit from this movie, it's people like this person who it's like, maybe you don't live in America, but you're on like, the right side of things and this is more like informative but i'm like it still begs the question like what is that person going to like other than like a greater sense of like awareness like okay this is what's yeah. going on but it doesn't really leave you with anything other than damn like we're probably gonna die if this happens which is like, yeah. yeah um i don't know i the, and, and that's why i liked vice is because i was like i didn't know about this thing now i know right. about this thing it was a little but dramatic, that was a real thing fine. even though it was and that was yeah. you know a little bit of this you know yeah it was at least based in reality mm -hmm. and yeah the th obviously this is climate change but i'm like yeah it's not really a, a thing that i i will okay i'll cite demi's thing where it's like i i do admire adam mckay for making the movie it's a yeah. bold kind of movie to make it's like you went there but it truly does not feel like a feasible project like that's, a that, thing and that's that... the thing i totally understand making a blockbuster style film mm -hmm. um where it's not overtly preaching this viewpoint you know mm -hmm. where you're you could maybe get some people who have completely opposing views to kind of get the foot in the door yeah. Um, but I don't think then at any point it becomes overt enough for them to not be like, haha, that was a movie about a comet. Yeah. 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 Um, um, 
So yeah, so it's it's just in this weird. It's a weird movie. Yeah, and now, I don't know if you know. I, what are you gonna say? Sorry, I just want to say it, it is also this incredibly American centric film where they don't think until the last minute any other country would try to intervene. That is true. Yeah, it's super like we Amer. This is America's take, which maybe be it's might might be the point of the film, but yeah, um, I think so. I mean, my. Politi- like with my own you know kind of understanding of geopolitical stuff i think yeah likely what would happen is if the u.s failed to act russia would probably do something because russia tries to do anything that would make them look good to other countries yeah yeah <laughs> that's why they like started giving vaccines to like cuba they're like yeah yeah but um yeah so i don't know it's a weird film it's a movie that's like so clearly made by someone who's living in a in a what's it called echo chamber or, yeah or a bubble which is like so on brand for like someone in hollywood like adam mckay who's just surrounded by other people that are like basically like the people that made that imagine video with gal gadot it's like yeah. just people that think they're changing the world by doing nothing but saying hey guys this is what's actually happening yeah when i'm okay, like no that... you just learned that it's happening <laughs> it, um, so is it gal gadot I think it's I don't know I thought it was Gal Gadot but it could be Gal Gadot yeah because because uh, she's Israeli Gal- not French oh so it's probably not Gal Gadot it's, yeah it's, I think it's Gal, <laughs> Gal Gadot, Gadot. <laughs> yeah um, oh, the man. thing though is that actually no there was a tweet I saw that was where Gal Gadot had a child and Gal Gadot was like I would do this every week or something and then someone <laughs> had the best tweet I think I've seen in a long time where it said. Imagine all the people. <laughs> <laughs> Dog. She's never going to live that down. No. It's it's a shame Nor she was like just the first they. person in the edit and Yeah. Yeah. You know, except I think she organized it, so maybe that's why she gets so much shit. Yeah, I think something like anyway. that. Um I don't know if you noticed this about the movie, but all like politics, I guess, aside, the editing was dog shit i hated the editing in this movie and i yep. it might just be because i like pay attention to it but i'm like this is in it was like split seconds of clips and then yeah. cutting back to, i'm like what what was that a mistake like what do you, what happened yeah it, um, it felt like adam mckay was deliberately trying to make the film look like it was edited in like iMovie exactly yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah um cool I was hoping when you said, I don't know if you noticed this about the movie, you were going to say something like really basic. You're like, but Leonardo DiCaprio was in it. (laughs) (laughs) That was him. He just had glasses on. But (laughs) I was like, wait, what? What? Um, Or I don't know if you noticed this, but that evil scientist was supposed to be like Jeff Bezos, Um, (laughs) which pretty crazy. Um, I have a question, though. Yeah. I also felt like it was supposed to be Steve Jobs just because they started with the whole phone thing. Yeah, I think it was supposed to be like a. It's just it's just a stand-in, very generic, vague. Yeah, yeah. my like uncle thought guy. it was Elon Musk, and I was like, it could be Elon Musk. Yeah, yeah. Could it just Jeff feels Bezos, like it was just it was a combination of all the tech guys. Now the problem I had with that was mm-hmm. I don't know who that actor is, but they were, <laughs> you know, a major part of Ready Player One. And they oh. speak in this film with the exact same cadence. So all it did was make me think of that the entire time. <laughs> it's Ready Player Two. Sorry, what? wait. I I heard a beeping. I do. I hear a beeping too. Is your house on just fire? A truck reversing outside. Okay, that's good. I thought there was a there was a fire. I was like, did I turn off the stove? That'd be really funny. Did you? Well, it wouldn't be funny. Uh, that wouldn't I go be check? funny at all. You should. should I go check yeah. if I turned off. Go the check. Stove? Yeah. You know what? You talk about. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> right back um okay well now that i have you all here uh the tampa bay lightning won their their most recent game um i believe four to one over the calgary flames i uh i turned off the stove so thank god Um, yeah yeah that's (laughs) wait was it on Uh, no no i i turned it off early it was not on um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that would have been crazy. The thing is, I've done it once before in my life. Also, now I'm, like, blown out, um, which is just great. 
Yeah. Anyways, um, yeah. What are you feeling for a score here? Also, what did you talk about when I was gone? Nothing. When I asked that. No, I didn't have okay. anything prepared. Right. Uh, the yeah, I gave it a two out of five. That's I think exactly what I gave it. Yeah. Yeah. Because you know I started with a three and then I was like, no, nah, I really didn't like this movie. <laughs> yeah, that was the thing. It's like I, the thought of watching this again makes me want to get hit by a comet. Yeah, <laughs> that should have been your your letterbox review. Yeah, obviously. I I thought about that, and then I realized that that's going to be like thirty five thousand people's reviews. Yeah, who didn't like yeah. the film? They're gonna be like, I wish I was hit by the comet. Yeah, um, someone the best letterbox review for this is um one where they said Oscar worthy performance by Leonardo DiCaprio for uh, pretending to be or for dating someone his age or something like that. <sighs> Um, okay, that's pretty good. That that's pretty good. I'm gonna check out my window real quick because I hear the beeping again. I just yeah. want to make sure it's a truck and not someone else's alarm. So, yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um. Okay. He's, he's gone again. Um. Yeah, I got nothing. I see no truck. Uh. So hopefully. So hopefully it's fine. <laughs> Yeah, that's probably fine, right? It's the end of the world right now. Um, anyway, speaking of, well, never mind. Um, I think that does it for the movie. It is. If you haven't seen it yet, what are you gonna say? I have one last thing. Yeah, they had this running joke throughout the film that they just like pounded into the ground, and it wasn't funny. Was it the 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 granola bar or something? It was the bag it of was, chips. It, it was yeah. It was like the fact that. You know, the general she had charge. To pay for him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that was. Why is that the hill that, that kind of McKay was dying joke. on for so, the comedy in this film? <laughs> Some people really liked that joke. I, I also didn't really get it. I was like, like the, this it, is, it was it was a fine joke. It was so fine. Like, you say it the yeah. one time, but I don't think it's funny enough to keep repeating like five times. Yeah. The only, again, and I, I've said this before, I think the only funny part about the movie was Jonah Hill. I thought he was. And I think it's just because yeah. I missed comedy jonah hill but he was i was like he was good in this movie yeah that, and that was my problem it. this film could have been funny if it was a grounded film living in some kind of shared reality that we experienced but the problem was that i didn't understand like where what anything how anything worked in yeah. this world so nothing was funny because it didn't feel like there were any stakes someone so, like, is... it, it would be funny if in our world if jonah hill was saying all those things right but yeah. it was in this world where no one cares about anything um Someone's ringing my door now. So I think I'm going to go see what's oh, going on. Oh, yeah. Do that. Do that. Go. I'm going to check real quick. Okay. Be right back. Everything's fine. It was just an Amazon package. I was like, this is not important. Nice. <sighs> now I'm out of breath. Anyway, should we move on to questions? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Whew. Got to catch. I have to run down. You know my stairs. I had to run all yeah. the way down to the first floor and back up. Um these come from the the first one comes from the patreon patreon.com slash carscast where if you donate fifteen dollars or pledge fifteen dollars you get those questions answered in these regular episodes it's a good <sighs> deal yeah this one comes from gavin gibson and it is has there ever been an, an occasion where a film or a tv show has introduced you to a song that you've went on to love has there ever, ever been Ooh. an occasion the best, whew, the best example I could come up with is um, the Wolf of Wall Street. They play; it's a cover of Mrs. Robinson, not by Simon and Garfunkel, but it's like a cover, and it was like so good. I was like, "Oh, this is amazing!" And this is before I knew about the Simon and Garfunkel version because mm -hmm. I was in like high school and out of touch. And I was like, "This is great!" And I learned it's a cover, and then fell in love with the original. That's like just one of my favorite scenes. Is that? Um, mrs robinson scene yeah uh Whew. now i actually do have an answer for this i'm pretty hell yeah positive That's i believe like that this is correct yeah uh, let's see yeah okay so it yes i do okay this is a factual i have a great answer for this i'm ready <laughs> okay so when i was like 13 I saw Wall Street for the first time. 
Okay. And the ending song for that is This Must Be The Place, and that's the first time I ever heard it. Wow. I was probably 12 or 13. Damn. That's funny that both of our answers had Wall Street in the title. Yeah, it is. If Wall Street's doing anything, it's introducing us to some good music. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, that's great. Jeff had an answer. That's I know. It's amazing. Um, well, that answers that. Thank you, Gavin, for the support and for the question. It would have been this funny one. if your answer was like a musical documentary. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, yeah, it was a, the Beatles documentary. I love that the Beatles, Beatles get song. Back. They introduced me to the song Get Back. Uh, <laughs> Never heard it really before. Great song, yeah. I um, like the part where Paul just mumbles, and then it turns into <laughs> the song. Yeah. <laughs> um, have we talked about this? What's your favorite Beatles album, Jeff? Not song, so, but like album. Yeah. Well, it's my question, not someone that's else's. It's a good question. Uh. I like the later albums usually better than the earlier albums. Yeah, me too. Me too. I'm just gonna. What if I'm like one? That, that that's the compilation of the number <laughs> the one. greatest hits. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I like Let It Be, and I, maybe it's just because of that documentary. But I was like, yeah. these are he's got some good good songs in here. Um, yeah, Let It Be's good. Uh, Norwegian uh, Wood, Wood. That's the song off of Rubber Soul. I yeah. I, I think Soul my is favorite good. is is the White Album. Yeah, the White yeah. Album's good. Yeah, nice. Um, well, hey, thank you, Gavin Gibson, um, for sparking this conversation. Or I don't know. Um, yep. <laughs> this next one comes from. Uh, wait. Oh well, this toothpaste eater has a request. Um, it is, could Jeff read the comment section for his licorice pizza review? I personally think it's the funniest thing of all time. Now, oh boy, I I forget how long that comment section is, it's, but uh, so it's so chunky. I'll, I'll put it this way: with this ratio, it has two hundred ten <laughs> likes, and it has sixty three comments. <laughs> uh, I think I contributed recently. I put I put a comment in there. Yeah, um, well, the issue is that, like, yeah, it's actually picked up a lot of steam recently. Yeah. For your yeah, it, it's pretty much reviews. just long strings of people commenting what was above them. Yeah. yeah. So it started with, like, a lot of Jeffrey Borslow moments. Then yeah. someone uh, said something that wasn't that, which I'm not even yeah. going to mention. It's not worth mentioning. Uh, <laughs> and then everyone said, you ruined it. For, that was about 10 of those yeah or maybe 15 or so yeah and then uh we got a couple uh karst cast moments right and then we it's currently on this long string of bro just stop commenting please we have collectively <laughs> failed to keep a streak and then there's and then a, like a, at least everyone a dozen commented of that yeah one of which was me i said that yeah, yeah um, i did too yeah yeah so you know congrats to everyone keeping that streak going yeah um yeah i think well done to everyone involved including karsten and i <laughs> we did what we had to do um great well that is not a question but i did want to bring that to light because it was a big part of our week i guess it was, it was um, a big part of my life yeah uh this one is the question that i had earlier um it is from Almeri the borislow and it is what has been one new year's resolution you've actually gone through with um slash well my question was going to be what's your new year's resolution if you have one but I this didn't one, have one i didn't really have one either but um yeah i've never gone through with one really yeah i feel like it's rare if someone does you know I, I it's fun to come up with them and then give up yeah yeah i think i've made a couple of them and then i never did any of them so i just yeah at a, at a certain point this wasn't a New Year's resolution, but it like counts as one. But when I was like really little, I decided to be a vegetarian on New Year's unintentionally, and I made it exactly one year before That's I broke for Burger King chicken fingers. Yeah, chicken the, fries. Yeah, that's not a great thing to break for. Uh, no, but they were really good at the time. I really wanted some. Um, yeah, but I did go. I, that technically, I followed through with that. A few years ago, I said I was going to read more books, and I did read more books that year than I have in recent years or before that. 
um, I don't remember the exact count, but I, I really have dropped off on that. I don't read as much as I should, but that's, um, yeah, yeah. you know, you read a fine amount, I'm sure. I read maybe like five books a year, which that's good. That's okay. Yeah. Um, I buy a lot of books a year. Don't read like, but you get to look at them. I can look at them and say, these are my books. Yeah. Have only read three of them. Um, Anyways, this next one comes from uh, Dr. Aneurysm. And it's, I asked this before at the start of the podcast. Let's get an update. Where do you see the Cars cast going in the future? That is a good update question. Good wow. time to reflect on the pod. And just like our first ever episode, we did an Adam McKay movie. Oh, my God. We did. We did. <laughs> That's so wow. funny. Um. I anticipate we we you know review some more Adam McKay movies down the line. Yeah, um, <laughs> we'll update you again at the next Adam McKay release. <laughs> we definitely want to, um, I think, just like figure out some new segments. We want to yeah. we want to spice things up in some way. Um, we both have higher quality mics now, thanks to the Patreon. So thank you, patrons. Um, yeah, well well done to all of you for giving us enough money for these yeah. great microphones. <laughs> We want to get on some, I, I I mean, this is just in general, these are kind of the same goals we had before, but I'm like, I want to get some new cool guests on. Yeah. That'd be really cool. And more of the advice episodes. Those yeah, were those really were well received. and Or that was fun. Was well, fun. yeah, well played. Like people listened to that episode. And I'm like, I had a good time with that. I did so, too. I think Jeff and I will have a few more advice specials down the line. Maybe, Maybe some like other advice episode yeah you never know you never know we're just spitballing here right um and yeah that's that's kind of what i had in mind i don't know if jeff if you had yeah i mean similar you know i'd like to do some more in-person recordings with you and the next time we'll have like a video set up for the in-person one somehow absolutely yeah um so that they don't have to just trust us that we were in person yeah oh we have a cars cast tiktok uh yeah coming yeah so that's cool yep and i do uh, i just uh got a new computer so i'll be able to actually edit now instead of my yeah. eight-year-old laptop there we go nice um let's uh let's let's check out this last comment or la- last question actually is that everything uh that might have been everything that was all the questions i had and you know what yep. that's okay i i do um, have a question for you uh, Hit me! Are you wearing a turtleneck right now? Or I'm a, not. It, I'm wearing a, a, a it was behind sweater the mic. with big buttons. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. But it doesn't look like I'm I just, a turtleneck. I, the thing is, I realize I'm like a turtleneck would work. I I do own a turtleneck. It's a little tight on me, but I'm like I I, I do enjoy turtlenecks. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Next, we like to get into our wrap up. We are both wearing something that is like kind of on our necks right now. Yep. I just realized you it's have quarter zip, zip ups. Yep. Um, we like to get into our wrap up, starting with announcing our next movie. And Jeff, did you have any ideas? Because I had an idea. Ooh, I, hear I wanted the idea. to. I want to hear the idea, Karsten. Okay. <laughs> it's on uh, Hulu, and it's a goofy one, but I've heard it's kind of fun. And it's yeah. Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar. I okay. I actually had that on the list of things to like. Yeah, have us do, awesome. So. Yeah, because I still haven't seen it, but I, I something about it. I'm like, this would be a good podcast movie. Yeah. <laughs> the tagline is the friendship we all want, the vacation we all need. I mean, come on. And it's on Hulu is the best part, so we can just watch that. And you can watch Hulu. it on your OLED TV. Not sponsored. This video, this podcast is not sponsored. Sponsored by OLED um, technology. Yeah, in general. Um, and next, we like to read a review because we love to hear what you guys have to say about the podcast, and it helps us, yeah, uh, you know, look good. So, this one came from uh, awesome, cool effects and more from the USA. Uh, the subject line is beautifully human five stars and it reads i love this podcast jeff and karsten make for such a calming environment 
And don't make the podcast sound too formulated and 100% planned out. There is some dead air, awkward moments, but I love it. They don't edit all these moments out, and it makes the podcast feel more like a conversation between two friends. Thank you, Karsten and Jeff. They're like they're, the podcast kind of sucks, and that's what yeah. we love about it. <laughs> like, yeah, they're like they're really lazy, and it sucks. Yeah. But that's the that's what we like about this podcast. Yeah, it's like they're just like my friends. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, awesome, I love how cool you're like, let's make more. it in the future. Let's make it more formulated with more segments. And they're like, you yeah, know what I love. There's no formulated There's segments. Nothing. They just kind of hit record and see what happens. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and lastly, we'd like to thank the patrons over at patreon.com slash carscast. Um, we if you've noticed how great the quality sounds this episode, it's because of our brand new mics. That and if the quality doesn't guys... sound great, something horrible must have happened to the audio. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's not the mic's fault. It's not the mic's. Um and yeah, if you want to help make the podcast better like this, like these kinds of situations. Uh the best way to do so is by pledging on the Patreon, patreon.com/carscast where you get exclusive access to bonus episodes, Q&As, shoutouts at the end of every episode, and much much more. If you are ever looking for a time to become a patron, now's the time because yep. we're about to roll out some really cool perks. It's 2022. Um, we're, it's we're gonna make some stuff happen. I got it's time computer. to become a cars cast. We're gonna be TikToking in the near future. We're mm-hmm. gonna be, you know, Carson. How much money per month would it take for us to take a crazy vacation somewhere? The answer is zero amounts of money because we're not using your patron money for vacations. That's the answer. <laughs> That's. I was like, "Where's this going?" And you really that was I a wrapped great... it back up into a bow. We're using yep. this. We're putting almost all this money back into the podcast. <laughs> exactly. So. If you want to help make this podcast more than just a human experience, apparently, um, <laughs> then, you know, consider becoming a patron. Now is the time. Or if you just like Carson and I and want to give us some money, that's fine, too. Exactly. If you just want to toss us $5 a yeah, month. Just, just like kind of like a little, like you slide under the table where it's mm-hmm. like, yep, five bucks. Five bucks a month, and you're getting a ton of cool stuff. One of which yep. is a shout out at the end of every episode, which I'm about to do. Right yeah, and if you give $1,000 a month, Karsten will have five-hour video call with you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, that's not true, but um, thank you. Alex Thomas, Anson Contreras, Antonio DeMarco, uh, Blake Root, Boat, Brandon U, Brock Schultz, Camilla, Coop, David, David, Sir, Eden, Finn Richardson, Gavin Gibson, Goodnight, Tail, Grant Gow, Harry Remedianakis, Jay Neeston, John Van Hout, Carson Dua Backflip, KDT, Let's Change the Google Search Results for PTA, Liv Rob, Lukewarm, Maddie Robertson, Martin Deff, Mary Lee Borslow, Meridian, Monopoly Shrimp on the Barbie, Monroe Page, Norby, Owen Felton, Riley Oss, Sean Kenny, Sophia Arieta, Stella Perry, Super Cali Fragilistic XBL, Doja Smitty, Urban Jagerman Jensen, Taylor Hardy, The Raccoon from Airbud's 7th Inning Fetch, Tobias Broke, Tom Lakes Beans, Vegard Strom, Wes Kinley. What would you do if when you okay so he had yes, so he said yes would go? What? One more time. What would you do if when you okay so he said yes would go? Wiley Todd, Xavier Fossier, Yusef A. Zoinks, and Zoe Hernandez McDonald. Wait, names? there's a rac- there's a raccoon in seventh inning fetch. You just all you gotta do is Google seventh inning fetch and raccoon. you're gonna be treated to a quite the poster, yeah. Um, is the raccoon the like uh the bat boy he's like the villain he's the villain yeah oh wait makes... i think i watched your video and i now am recalling that you... the raccoon yeah yeah yeah. it's like a meowth for team I... rocket but it's yep. a raccoon yep. for he like the people trying to capture the dog yeah it the raccoon is doing tasks that honestly the humans could have done themselves which is what's and stupid about it i also have a question so yep. raccoons have like much better hands than dogs. Couldn't the raccoon mm-hmm. just play baseball? Yeah, and then they could make tons of money. Oh my from god, that? the raccoon would probably be better at baseball than right? Buddy was. But also, was so the bad. raccoon would have such a small strike zone; it would get on base every time. Yeah, yeah. Um, we should write the next air bud. Really change things up. Um, that, <laughs> if it wasn't impossible to direct animals in a way that I think is like ethical yeah uh yeah. that would be really funny if we tried to direct the like next air animal like like an airbud parody 
they play billiards. That would be yeah. our take. They're like they're they're pool sharks, but they're it's just the, against would actual hit sharks. With, would <laughs> would Airbud hit the the ball with air, like his nose or yeah? You just or would he like and, would he like have the stick on the table? And like, yeah, like because he's fetching it with his mouth. So would he be like mm-hmm. this? It would make yeah. It would make sense because each one it's like a different stage in Josh's life, and maybe Josh is like hanging out at bars a lot now. Yeah, and he takes so, Buddy at one point. Yeah, and he's like, "Buddy, you can play billiards too." <laughs> You're like, "Buddy, how are you still alive?" <laughs> <laughs> but it, it would make sense is like the origin story because they'd be mm-hmm. like, "Oh, this dog loves picking up sticks." Yeah, yeah, literally. It makes Maybe the most sense of any this. of the sports. Yeah. Because it's just mostly holding a stick, which is like what dogs actually do. Right, right. Damn. Damn. We really, oh, I just God. realized the issue is that no kid wants to watch a movie about billiards. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Back to the drawing right. board. Well, um, um, I think that does anyways, it for today. Yeah. Uh, Jeff, anything else to say? Uh, catch you on the flip side. Catch you on the flip side.